Welcome to the Connect Group's podcast series. One of Connect Group's key service delivery is around keeping seniors connected and mentally healthy within the community. We run a free program in Melville called Hand to Heart, which helps isolated older people to connect to local services, community groups and activities where they can create meaningful connections to improve their overall quality of life. Today we're speaking with a local community group that does just that. Karen O'Connor is in the studio to talk to us about Cycling Without Age, which provides leisurely trishaw rides to the elderly and people with limited mobility. So Karen, for those who haven't heard of Cycling Without Age, can you please tell us a bit about the program and how it came about? Yeah, hi. Um, Cycling Without Age actually started in 2012 in uh, Copenhagen and basically by the simple act of generosity. Uh, there is a founder, Ole Kassau, and uh, he lived near some nursing homes uh, and every day he would cycle off into uh, his work and notice that there were some elderly people that were always watching them cycle past and uh, he often thought, I wonder if they miss cycling because obviously cycling, cycling was such a big cultural thing for them uh, in their country. So what he decided to do one day was to hire a rickshaw and he went to this nursing home and said, who would like a ride? And the one of the carers and a lady came back and said, I'd love a ride. So he took these two people out on a lovely hourly um, leisurely ride and it had such a positive impact. In fact, he went back the next week and was inundated with requests for rides. So the idea grew so much that Ole then went to their municipality, their council, and pitched the idea that they needed to have this in some other nursing homes. So Ole uh, wrote to his local municipality and um, it arrived on the desk of a lady called Daughter. And she then also worked with Ole to get five trishaws up and running, literally. And um, this then grew and grew through Denmark and then further on to other um, countries around uh, Denmark. And it's now successful around 42 different countries around the world. So that's how it started, was basically from a simple act of generosity. Beautiful. And so what's made you want to get involved in this program? Can you tell us a bit about how you started Cycling Without Age in Perth? Well, what happened was um, I was on Facebook and I saw a, uh, a link and even everybody can still find this link because I think 26 million people have already seen it. <laughs> but if you haven't already, um, if you just type in Fraser Medical Student uh, in Scotland and it was filmed by BBC Amazing Humans and it's just a short little um, few minutes about what the whole concept's all about. And I saw this on Facebook and I clicked on it again and again and again and I kept watching it because I went, this is just perfect. I'm very lucky to live uh, in an area where it's near the river, it's near beautiful cycle paths and near five uh, nursing homes. So when I saw this, I went, this is just perfect. I'd love to get involved. So to cut a long story short, I uh, went on the website and I affiliated with them and I thought, great, this must already be established in Australia and in Perth. And when I went uh, a few days later and showed my mother-in-law what I was going to get involved in, 
I looked at the map and I went, oh great, there's somebody already got it established in Perth and I clicked on the link and it was me. <laughs> so basically uh, at the same time there was another lovely lady called Alana who's up in uh, the northern suburbs and she too was also contacting Cycling Without Age and uh, we collaborated together and decided this was best if we all work alongside each other to get this up and running and we grew from two people to four people to six and much much more than that now so we have um, an executive team uh, who are working with a mission to basically empower others to create their own communities and own chapters because this is what it's all about it's once you get involved you'll just see it's just it's beautiful it's so positive it's enriching the reward is not only for those passengers but it's for the people that get involved um, to become a pilot that's our volunteer cyclists and anyone on the team is it is just so um, it's about giving back to community but what you get back in return is is hundredfold and so can you tell us what suburbs Cycling Without Age is available in? Yeah, well, currently we have four tri-shores um, in Perth. Uh, there's one uh, that operates uh, for Raffer in Bull Creek, and there is one in Cottesloe, which is for a nursing home. Sorrento is available for the public as well, and also we have one that is uh, operating in the city of Melville. We have recently placed an order for an additional four, so we are growing well. Uh, there will be one that will be placed out and that was luckily with a beautiful grant from City of Melville for their project Robin Hood. And that particular trisha will be operating out of the Point Walter area. One of our ethos is that it always needs to remain free for the end user. We wanna make sure that this is all about engaging communities. It's about um, taking people who could be at risk of social isolation and giving them an activity that will not only connect them with people, but also with nature as well. It's great to be outdoors. It's great to be in the fresh air. In fact, one of the mottos of Cycling Without Age um, from Denmark is the right to wind in their hair. So it's about basically letting everybody to have a chance to feel freedom of being on a bike again. I just want to reiterate though, we are only going really slow. We do a maximum of 10 kilometers with the pilot with the passenger on board as well. So please don't feel that it's anything to, to worry about. You are all safe and secure. Our passengers have a seatbelt on them. Our pilots um, are well-trained. Uh, we make sure that they are um, very familiar with the bike. We do a lot of training um, and specific riding practice, practice, practice to get make sure that they're competent as well. So, mm -hmm. and how many um, how many pilots do you have in total in the program? Oh, we would probably I would say estimate uh, we've got about. 60 volunteers with the organization yeah. in Perth now a lot of that is transient because we do have some of our volunteers are of the demographic that they too love the sunshine and they like to go up north when it gets cold in Perth so it's very um, and it's very flexible that's what I like about it you know it's about giving to others so we don't want to burn out our volunteers either it's about um, when you're available uh, you can book in on a on an online system once you're fully trained fully qualified our pilots also need police clearance checks as well which we can fund um, if need be so making sure that our pilots are in the correct um, correct area to be able to 
ride our bikes for us and um, then they can log into our system where they can volunteer for particular rides that they might want to ride in as well. Great and do you have a story that you could share from someone who's accessed cycling without age? Sure I'll tell you the one thing is when you are a pilot is it's just beautiful to to connect with people and to share those stories. Um, It's amazing how people sometimes open up and just talk and I think it's just one of the gems of the way that the um, the trisha has been designed so that the the couch we call it the conversation couch um, is at the front and it's beautifully padded really really comfortable and um, the idea is that the pilot then is part of that conversation if you like and some of the stories a lot of people particularly our elderly that have lived in that same area for a while reminisce about what it used to look like what they used to do it's amazing how the Swan River seems to have changed over the years and areas that were once thought of being mosquito infested why would you ever buy a block of land out there is now suddenly our huge multi multi million dollars uh, suburbs so it's amazing to listen back and think gosh if only I'd had a hundred pound in those days to be able to buy a block of land in Adderdale it would have been great nowadays um, so the stories just tend to flow and um, we've actually recently had an intern out an anthropologist student from University of Copenhagen come out and interview some of our passengers and the stories they share are beautiful and we we're hoping to develop a photo book for that Um, One of my private stories that I've had is with uh, a gentleman, um, Bob, I'll call him Bob, and uh, one of these rides was I had unfortunately my father had passed away and I'd already committed to making sure that I was still riding and um, it was it was even before the actual funeral service and I thought no it'll be good for me to get outdoors and I went on the ride um, with with these particular residents and it was with Bob that I just had I just knew I had to be there at that time because Bob had just moved into this particular nursing home and he'd been there three weeks and he was struggling because he had lost his wife of 65 years and um, I then was able to share my story of losing my dad and just that connection of talking about grief, talking about a loved one, talking about treasured memories and I had never met this man before and yet we had something so deeply connected in common that it just made that ride so good and the healing I got from listening to his stories and hopefully my story backed with him was just empowering and those beautiful moments they happen regularly there's times where it could even rather be a silent ride um, and we respect that as well some of our dementia patients don't necessarily want to talk too much and that's still okay they can get to connect with community by looking at the beautiful infrastructure around they can connect with the nature as well and and that's okay but it is I think after you've had your shift a uh, couple of hours of riding I know pilots have spoken to me afterwards and said just how uplifting it is for them and uh, we have three gentlemen who are themselves um, perhaps some might say in the elderly bracket however I like to call them in the fit and fabulous bracket because they are our volunteer cyclists and 
there's one in particular that always volunteers for us and I say oh but hang on your wife must wonder where you where you head off and just have to do all of this volunteering all the time and he said no she loves it because I'm actually out of her hair (laughs) which is good that's great there's a real social and emotional benefit for not only the writers but also the volunteers as well absolutely it ticks all the right boxes when you think of physical health so not only for our pilots but also for our passengers just a simple act of getting into the car coming down to where our location is getting out the car walking that small distance or getting pushed on the wheelchair and then getting into the the trishaw Um, So we've got physical health. We've definitely got the mental health capacity because it's about feeling that you are part of something else, that you don't just have to sit in a house or a home with four walls that just seem to be enclosing on you. It's about knowing that you're valued. It's about people wanting to listen to your story. It's about people that are keen to learn what did this place look like 35 years ago. Um, You know, it there's so many benefits to it mm-hmm. um, and we're hoping there are some um, some university studies even around the world and in particular in Australia that we're working on that will that will be able to quantify the this type of um, benefit so that um, people can see the real value out of this absolutely and so for those wanting to get involved in the program how do they go about making a booking Okay, so Cycling Without Age, we've got those four different trishaws which are operating under different models. Some are particularly for that particular nursing home. Others are open to all members of the public. So we say that it's for the people who are elderly with mobility issues or people with disabilities. So there's not a strict criteria for it. But if you like, we are um, on Facebook. So there is Cycling Without Age Australia, Cycling Without Age Western Australia, and if you are in the Melville region in particular, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to um, cycle yourself or somebody that you love. So if you connect with us, Cycling Without Age Melville, on there you will find the contact details that you can um, contact us on and make a booking. Please be aware, though, that we are a volunteer organisation, so we might not be able to ring you back straight away. However, we will endeavour to do so and we can make a booking for you. Most rides will be around half an hour. We find that that's um, a good time. Otherwise, you could even do a double booking and book for an hour ride in as well. We generally will cycle from an area where there is a cafe. So if you want to take your loved one out for a cup of before or after that, we find that generally works as well. One of the great things that we also know works well is it's intergenerational. So we're also working with some university students and eventually hopefully some year 12 students or year 11 students who need to build up some community service hours. And that will be a great connection for our elderly with people from a a totally different generation. And keeping those conversations going, I think, is just another benefit as well. It sounds like you're making a huge difference in the community. Thank you for coming in and talking about the program. Thank you. For those wanting to get in touch with Cycling Without Age, the contact details are listed in the podcast description. And if you'd like to link in with Connect Group's Hand to Heart program, if you'd like to become a volunteer, or if you'd like to find out more about how Connect Groups is helping isolated seniors, you can contact us on 93 64 6909 